Welcome to the Get Happy Headlines with Stella and Mickey, a podcast and your go-to source that's dedicated to sharing cheerful, positive headlines from around the globe that the whole family will enjoy. Let's brighten your day. I'm Stella Walters. I'm Mickey Downs. And I'm Ali McNally, your on-the-beat reporter and resident jokester. Big welcome to our Get Happy community. Get ready to smile. This story is a real sunken treasure. Ancient Native American canoe brought to surface from beneath Lake Waccamaw. This month, a piece of Native American history that had been buried beneath Lake Waccamaw for hundreds of years was uncovered. A team of archaeologists, neighbors, and members of the Waccamaw Siouan tribe worked together to extract a roughly 1,000-year-old canoe from the lake. Wow, where is Lake Waccamaw? Mickey, it's in North Carolina. The town of Lake Waccamaw was first inhabited by Native Americans before the Europeans came and colonized the area. According to Waccamaw Siouan Chief Michael Jacobs, the canoe is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to learn more about Native American culture in southern North Carolina. How long did it take to dig the canoe out from the bottom of the lake? Ali, it was found over two years ago by three teenage swimmers. One of the swimmers' family reached out to the North Carolina Office of State Archaeology about the canoe. A team then worked to move it closer to the family's pier. The canoe sat there for nearly two years until it was finally brought to the surface recently. Do we know the history of the canoe? According to state archaeologist John Mintz, he says the lengthy removal process was worth it. This canoe is about 1,000 years old, and it's a southeastern Indian canoe, and it's originated from this area, said Mintz. So, we wanted the local Indian group to be part of it and share with the agency of it. Waccamaw Siouan Chief Michael Jacobs says the canoe is a rare chance to learn more about Native American culture in southeastern North Carolina. Chief Jacobs went on to say that canoe, at 28 feet long, would have carried many a brave, in our hearts, we feel like it's a history that we're still exploring and comprehending because this is the first time we've had access. We will have to report back to our listeners after they clean it up and do more research. Another American treasure discovered that will teach us about our country's history. Why did the cantaloupe jump into the lake? It wanted to become a watermelon. (laughs) Let's hear it for my Aussie friends. Plastic-eating backyard fungi discovery boosts hopes for a solution to the recycling crisis. Australian scientists have successfully used backyard mould to break down one of the world's most stubborn plastics, a discovery they hope could ease the burden of the global recycling crisis within years. Mickey, this is exciting news. Recycling always seems like we are doing the right thing, but landfills are still holding tons of plastic and other materials that do not break down. Yes, they are. Despite being recyclable, an estimated 13,500 tonnes of polypropylene ends up in Australian landfill every year because it is contaminated or mixed with other materials. Well, we'll still need to do our part and try not to use so much plastic. You are so right. Experiments conducted by researchers at the University of Sydney and published in the science journal NPJ, Materials Degradation, discovered that two types of fungi could be used to attack small samples of polypropylene, which is used to make items such as takeaway containers, ice cream tubs, and cling film. Mickey, exciting news about fungi. How does it work? Common fungi that is found in plants and soils break down polypropylene after it had been pre-treated with either UV light or heat. It took 90 days for the fungi to degrade 27% of the plastic tested, and about 140 days to completely break it down. 
According to the report, in five years, this natural decomposer should significantly reduce our stubborn plastic problem in landfills. Plastic addiction must be addressed if we are to save the earth. What do you call bacteria that likes to party? A fun guy. <laughs> this is a let your hair down type of story. Free haircuts in Cincinnati for children with special needs. On his day off, Vernon Jackson still goes to work, opening up his Cincinnati barber shop, Noble Barber and Beauty, for VIP clients, children with special needs. I love this so much. Vernon's been doing it since 2021. I was hearing so many horror stories that parents were going through with other barber shops and just the barbers or stylists not having patience with their child, Jackson told CBS News. So I figured I'd make a compromise by coming in on my day off, when there would be no other barbers or stylists in the shop and I could give them my undivided attention. This story rocks. Jackson said having an empty shop helps children who are sensitive to new environments and sounds. His goal is to help the children get acclimated to the barber shop so they can feel comfortable coming in when other employees and clients are there. Getting a haircut can be scary, salons are very noisy. Great idea Mr. Jackson. He not only works on his day off, but he does so for free. Friends started contacting him to sponsor haircuts. As this gesture started to grow, Jackson created a GoFundMe page. He calls the free haircuts the gifted program. These are parents that would pay any amount of money just for their child to be able to have an experience like any other person. And at the end of it, I can tell them it's covered, this is a gift from the community, myself, please receive it. Jackson said he already has clients that come to him from other cities in Ohio, and he hopes to put the money he raises towards travel, so he can provide free haircuts to children with special needs across the country. This is such a beautiful story and you get a cool haircut to boot. What type of haircut do bees get? A buzz cut. <laughs> now it's time for Did You Know, brought to you by Ally McNally. Did you know Cherokee Nation is the largest tribe in the United States with more than 450,000 tribal citizens worldwide? Does anyone know what states they originated from? I want to hear from you, so email me your answer at gethappyheadlines at gmail.com. These happy headlines come to you courtesy of ECT.com, CBS News, and ABC.net.au. This podcast is produced by the Get Happy community in association with Classic Studios. Please consider giving us a review. Five stars would make us very happy. Subscribe to Get Happy Headlines with Stella and Mickey, wherever you get your podcasts. Join our Get Happy community. We want to hear from you. Send us an email at gethappyheadlines at gmail.com and share your favorite happy story. If we like your story, we will air it on our Get Happy Headlines. Please go to our show notes to read the full stories and credits. Join us next week for more Get Happy Headlines. Stella, what's the Get Happy Affirmation for the week? Mom, Dad, and Kids. Repeat after me. This week I will be grateful for what I have. This week I will be grateful for what I have. This week I will be grateful for what I have. Let us know what you were grateful for. 
Email us your happy headline at gethappyheadlines at gmail.com.